are listening to The Cooler Ring, a podcast made for manufacturing marketers. Here are Carmen Perry and Jeff White. Welcome to The Cooler Ring. My name is Jeff White, and joining me today is Carmen Perry. Carmen, how are you making out? I am doing fantastic, Jeff, and you. I'm doing very well. Uh, I think today's uh, episode is going to be a real fun one, frankly. I think so, too. A very different topic. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think there's a lot of manufacturing marketers who, I think sometimes they look at um, kind of brand marketing as almost being a b2c marketing luxury exclusive uh yeah, yeah and something that they don't get to engage in much um but today's guest uh does not fall into that category probably a few reasons for that which we might be able to dive into but yeah. uh i think it's going to just shine an interesting light on um the care and attention uh and the evolution of uh, uh an iconic manufacturing brand yeah really. exactly. so so joining us today is Greg Police, who's the Vice President of Marketing at Klein Tools. Welcome to the Cooler Ring, Greg. Thanks. Uh, glad to be here. Greg, it's great to be chatting with you today. And I, um, uh, you know, I, I guess why don't we just uh, get started by uh, introducing our listeners to uh, your role at, at Klein, uh, perhaps how long you've been there would be helpful context, and, and a little bit about Klein Tools for those uh, less familiar. Sure. Uh, my name is Greg Police. I'm the Vice President of Marketing at Klein Tools. Uh, I've been here about six years now, and Klein Tools is a 162-year-old uh, uh, manufacturer of hand tools. Uh, it is family-owned and family-run. Uh, we are currently on our sixth-generation uh, family leadership, uh, leading the leading the uh, company today. And we manufacture the majority of our tools uh, right here in America. Uh, we are the um, we are the de facto standard for uh, tools used by electricians and HVAC professionals. And uh, we have uh, a ton of brand fans out there um, who absolutely love us. I think, yeah, for people who aren't in the space, I think they probably find that a little surprising. But um, I think you were telling me, I mean, you've got photos of, of people who have tattooed the Klein Tools logo on themselves. Yeah, we, you know, we get pictures every week, um, great pictures from our brand fans, uh, people who tattoo our logo on them. Uh, we have our um, iconic uh, side cutting pliers and people will uh, tattoo uh, pictures of the pliers on their uh, legs and arms. Uh, we get pictures of wedding cakes uh, in the shape of our logo. People getting married. Uh, we get pictures of people, you know, their their first baby. Uh, you know, nice uh, portrait baby photos of people in our tool bags. Um, and again, the list goes on and on. These these great you know uh, moments in people's lives that they choose to. Uh, share with uh, Klein Tools, and uh, you know, again, they're huge brand fans, and we are uh, fans of them as well. Now, I'm sure a lot of listeners would love to know the secret sauce and recipe for getting <laughs> that level of uh, brand uh, fanship, as it were. Um, but I mean, I, I guess we really know that that's 162 years in the making. Um, but the care and concern and challenge that you've been given to. Uh, to grow that brand uh, and, and, frankly, steward that brand uh, is not insignificant. Um, so I, I guess 
as we look at Klein Tools uh, and your work with them, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm just trying to understand what um, I, my my impression is is that um, it's um, in some way you, you focus a, a lot more on that brand building and brand nurturing aspect. Uh, can you tell me about that a little bit more? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think you know. Um, you know, we always like to say, you know, we are king of the mountain. And, you know, my job here is to defend what's ours. Um, we feel like we own the space for uh, professional tradesmen. And, you know, we have new competitors coming in every day um, trying to knock us off. Uh, we have, um, you know, we have a lot of people coming in flooding the market with cheap tools. Uh, we have people, you know, going after our core um, core markets. But, um Again, we know the brand plays a really part in our um, in our customers' lives. So, you know, we spend a lot of time um, care and, and feeding of the brand. Um, and it's, you know, we know that our people love our product. Um, but again, we know that people are always trying to copy our product. And, you know, we spend all of our time just talking about, you know, we make a really good widget and it cuts, uh, you know, more wire than the other guy or uh, we strip more wire than the other guy. Um, people can always sort of try and, you know, outmarket us and, and build a better, uh, try and build a better widget than us. But um, we know if we take good care of the brand and we take good care of what it stands for and what it means in the eyes of our customers, um, we know that we'll stay top of the mountain. And I know that you've done that in a variety of ways. I mean, it's it's obvious just even in looking at your site that you've invested more in terms of branded content um than um uh, uh, than than many um even the availability of branded merchandise and things of that sort yeah i mean it's um it's been a big part of my uh, my goal here was to um was to push out branded content um you know again you read a lot of people and they say oh geez the last thing people want to hear about is you know content from a brand they just want to know what you have to offer but we feel because of the relationship we have with our customers, um, we can push out content that um, is relevant to them in their lives, and it's proven that they'll they'll spend time with it. Um, you know, we do you know we do short form content, we do long form content, um, and it's again it's not always just about the product. Um, it's really about sort of how the brand fits into their lives. Um, you know, we spent a better part of a year going around to major events here in the U.S. Um, and talking to people who put these events on, things like, you know, Sturgis Motorcycle Rally and Friday Night Lights Football in Texas. And talk to people who put on those events and, you know, they'll tell you they can't put those events on uh, without Klein Tools. So, um, again, there's a lot of really strong branded content we push out there um, that we feel is relevant and, you know, our customers um, tell us that it is. And you have a, you know, a marketing team internally that is dedicated to the production of this content that would, you know, certainly make many manufacturing organizations, uh, you know, jealous for sure. So uh, that certainly aids in the in the production of this content, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we have a great team here, and again, it was one of the things that I brought into Klein was a team um, focused on developing content. So um, we've got you know video. Um, video producers here. We've got copywriters, art directors, um, storytellers. You know, we've added uh, facilities and space. We have our own studio out back. 
where we can, you know, record videos. Uh, we have, uh, you know, job site mock-up uh, stations out back. So when we're trying to uh, show product, uh, you know, in use or show somebody doing something, uh, we have, you know, a realistic uh, environment to show that. And, you know, and we spend a lot of money to, you know, put our team on the road and go out and find the stories. So uh, having the right team in place is important to us. And uh, I've been fortunate that the family has, you know, invested in it and uh, supported my uh, my vision. And as you've um, as you've done this, I mean, obviously, there's quite a bit of difference uh, in the video that you're creating uh, around the Sturgis rally versus um uh, perhaps something that's a little harder working about how the tool functions on um, uh, on the job site in the uh, in studio. Um, I, I guess, I, or at least I'm assuming that there's some more kind of tactical or or, or hands-on or what somebody might view as practical video content, and others that's more um, more culturally engaging, etc. Uh, how have you seen the engagement in those different types of content and uh, uh, does the engagement in one lift the other, or um, I guess talk to me about that? Yeah, so um, again, the brand is strong, um, but you know the brand is strong because we have great product. So when we launch new product, um, people are uh, generally interested in what we've launched, and they want to see what it does and why it's better, um, and how we're going to improve on you know 162 years of uh, you know baseline experience. So. Um, the product videos always do really well for us. Um, those are by far away, far and away the um, the most viewed. But you know, as you mentioned, um, they do lift up the the branded content. So um, you know, we can hit people with you know new product, product, product every day. And we what we found was when we keep hitting people with new product day after day after day and, and product benefits and features. Um, there, is, there tends to be sort of a drop off um, in viewership, but once we sort of do product, product, branded content, product, branded content, we intersperse branded content in there. Um, it sort of lifts, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. All of it seems to do really well once we intersperse in there because it's something different that they're watching, uh, something new from Klein and it's not just sort of another video with features and benefits. Very cool, very cool. I think that's a that's a really interesting insight. It makes a, you know it makes sense. It almost kind of gives people a bit of a palate cleanse or something. <laughs> something you know? to latch on to. Because you guys are doing you do a huge amount of product um, launches in the run of a year, if my memory serves. Yeah, we you know Klein is a uh, is a you know for a 162 year old company, um, we do a great job at launching new product. We will launch. Um, probably about a hundred new products a year. Um, and then between, again, between product videos and branded content videos, you know, we'll push out over 300 and some videos a year that we will push out, uh, from our muddy little team here. One a day. Yes. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> but there's no holidays allowed at no, client no, tools. No, no. Yeah. It's a very good brand, but they're kind of mean to work for. <laughs> yeah. You know, my, my video team would would say the exact same thing. There are no holidays at Klein Tools, so. <laughs> the Cooler Ring is proud to be a media sponsor of the 2019 Manufacturer at Summit Conference, which is being held September 16th to 18th in Chicago, Illinois. 
Carbon and I will be live on site recording interviews for future episodes of The Cooler Ring. You can save $200 now with the discount code COOLERPARTNERS200 at ManufactureEdSummit.com. That's ManufactureEdSummit.com. So, um, I know that you've recently extended your thinking about the Klein Tools brand and how to how to kind of extend its reach uh, through um, an initiative called National Signing Day. And I want to talk talk about that. I want you to introduce that to our listeners and tell us what you're trying to accomplish there. Sure. Um, so, you know, there's a big issue going on um, amongst the skilled trades. The You know, there's, there's not enough skilled uh, tradesmen, not enough people going into the trades. Um, it's been defined as the, the skills gap. Um, is the phrase that you'll hear mentioned an awful lot. Um, and, you know, quite frankly, there are a lot of people, electricians and HVAC guys and plumbers and um, all those skilled trades are, are you know, 50-some years old. They're all getting towards retirement, and there's not enough young people going into the trades. And it's something that, obviously, being a brand that sells to the trades, um, it's concerned us. And, and we've taken a look at it and said, hey, what can we do? How can we... Um, how can we take a stand on this and how can we help promote uh, the, the trades as a viable career for, uh, for people to get into? Um, so we had done some, you know, we had done some infographics and some press releases and we sort of felt like, you know, that was just sort of us standing on the sidelines shouting and we needed to get some, uh, some skin in the game and, and really um, help, you know, be at the forefront of this issue. Um, so we, uh, in our, with partnering with Skills USA, uh, which is a um, career and technical student organization that serves almost 400,000 high school, college uh, students here uh, in the U.S., and we partnered with them to launch National Signing Day. Uh, so just a couple weeks ago, uh, on May 8th, uh, we went out to about 300 high schools across the country um, and acknowledged, honored, and celebrated about 3,000 seniors uh, across the country who had chosen to pursue careers um, in the skilled trades. And what this did for us was it put us at the forefront of the skills gap issue. Um, It raised our awareness. It raised, you know, selfishly, it also raised our awareness um, amongst, you know, these future tradesmen who are going into the trades. Um, But ultimately what it did was it sort of gave a new perspective to high school kids who are not sure what they're going to do that says, oh, hey, you know what? Going into the skilled trades is a pretty cool uh, thing. Uh, they had that big signing day down in the gym where everyone got there and there were businesses and the mayor came out and the councilman came out. Um, you know what? Maybe I want to look into a career in the trades. And so, you know, too often, you know, the, the, um, the high school running back or the high school quarterback or point guard uh, gets their national signing day where they're going to commit to a college. Um, all the kids who are going to regular four-year schools, uh, they have a day where it's uh, decision day or commitment day. They get to come to school wearing their, you know, their college sweatshirt to say, hey, I'm going to this college or that college. Uh, but the kids who are not going to college or not going to be a quarterback at uh, you know, a, a big school, um, those kids are forgotten. So We've now elevated and raised their profile and said, hey, you get your day too. Um, National Sign Day is for you. Uh, feel good about your choice. Feel good about going to the trades. Um, and Klein Tools is here to support you um, as you embark on your career. 
man, there's something so uh, it's just wonderful. It's crazy, and, powerful. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful yeah. positioning in that, and and um, I I I just know I just think you're to be commended. Um, uh, it it really resonates with me this notion that you know the kids going to um, an Ivy League education or what have you, or those getting uh, drafted to play quarterback or this or that, they're they're getting all of the attention. And uh, man, I don't know. I, I'm uh, people in the trades, um, uh, with especially as this scarcity uh, continues. Uh, there, I mean, these are not low-paid professions. No. Um, not at all. And, uh, and this, uh, so there's a, you know, I, I would hate to think that there's a stigma, but I think if we're being honest, we're, we'd say, yeah, you know what? Some people look down their nose at folks who cho- choose a trade and. I really like what uh, what Klein is doing here, mm, elevating everyone. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely, it, yeah, it 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 definitely. Um, these are really well paying jobs. These kids will get out. Um, I was out in. Um, we held uh, at one of the schools we were out was in California, um, out in Silicon Valley, um, and you know they were saying that within uh, within four years of graduating their their Votech school there. Um, these electricians will be making six, uh, these kids going into electrician, electrical programs are making six figures uh, within four years. Um, you know, compare that to, you know, the average um, high school kid who's gone into college and he's going to graduate in four years with $100,000 in debt or more. Um, so, you know, it's, these kids are going to make some money and, you know, hopefully that they, you know, uh, these are the future business owners of in America and, um, you know, we feel like, you know, we want to be there to support them. Yeah. It's an interesting point too, is that the, the future business owners are quite right. I mean, yeah. so uh, small businesses are based in, in trades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There's this, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's a, it's a charming thing that you're doing. And my guess is, uh, here just a few weeks out from, from that, um, is it's, my guess is it's probably been a decent success. <laughs> Um, and, uh, now you've got a tiger by the tail and wondering how you're going to deal with the momentum. Uh, how accurate is that? Yeah, you know, very accurate, uh, spot on, you know, it really did well. It, um, we had, um, we had people, we had, you know, local businesses showing up at these schools to, uh, once they heard about it to hire kids right there on the spot. So we had several hundred businesses across the country that were going to a national sign day. Um, and they were saying, Hey, you're, you're going to the trades. I need a, I need a welder. I need an electrician. I need an HVAC guy. So we had businesses showing up to hire kids on the spot. We had local political people, um, showing up councilmen, mayors, um, people, you know, of importance in the town showing up, uh, to support this. And, you know, we had, you know, tons of press coverage, um, you know, local, national press, um, all over the place. And yeah, we have a tiger by our tail now. Now we have to figure out how to scale it and, uh, include more trades. Um, we had requests from people that said, you know, Hey, you know, I got kids, you know, going into welding, you know, they want to be a part of it. Uh, we had people and Hey, what about, um, you know, the culinary arts, what about uh, beauticians? You, know, you think of all these trades that kids are studying um, and they all want to be included in it. And uh, we have to figure out how to how to bring everybody in, make it a big tent. 
it uh, that'll be an interesting challenge to evolve this, especially when you get out to, to those more tangential to Klein um, mm. uh, trades. Um, have you done an initial uh, earned media evaluation on this at all to see how it's done? Yeah, um, you know our initial, um, you know, we're still just still trickling in, but uh, earned media. Uh, our last number was uh, over thirty-eight million dollars in earned media uh, for National Signing Day. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's just fantastic. Well, it's nice when it's nice when a good idea uh, meets uh, the market with success, and it's doing a good thing at the yeah. same time. I mean, it's just uh, I think uh, a lot of marketers, uh, you know, if they can be a part of something like that in their career, that's uh, those are good days for yeah. sure. Yeah, no, it was it was a great day, and again, everybody involved uh, did a great job, and we were just um, absolutely thrilled to be a part of it, and. and uh, Again, we have so many pictures of students from across the country, um, you know, their parents there uh, with them as they were signing their letter of intent to go into skilled trade. And you just see the students and the parents, um, you know, beaming with pride over you know, the choice that the kids made. So you're right. It's, um, it's rare that you get a chance to do something good and uh, something that succeeds really well. Uh, so we were, we were thrilled that um, you know, we felt like we did something right for, uh, for a change. So. <laughs> do you think, and I mean, there, there's probably, you know, a number of marketers out there working for um, manufacturing brands, not too dissimilar to Klein, but maybe don't have the same brand awareness, the same brand appeal that Klein has. Do you, do you think this would have been possible without the cachet that Klein Tools carries? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, yeah, I mean, I think... I think the issue is bigger than any brand, right? I mean, it's something that we're all featured or we're all focusing on and we're all discussing the skills gap issue. So, you know, if a brand um, decides to get involved and to help solve a problem and, um, you know, put them put their, put their themselves out there, you know, I, I don't think everybody has to be sort of this 162-year-old iconic brand. It certainly helps, but... You know, for us, you know, being such a, we'll call us a, a niche brand, um, you know, focusing on professionals and electricians, um, you know, we had a lot of coverage on mainstream, um, you know, mainstream sites. We, you know, Yahoo was out talking to us and, um, you know, the, the local news channel. So people who had no idea who the heck Klein Tools even was um, were certainly getting on board because a company had done this and the company had um, sponsored this and, and made this happen. So yeah, it helped that we have a great brand amongst trade professionals, but the fact that we were taking up an issue or a cause that was bigger than us really is what drove this. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's a kind of idea that uh, basically a number of other brands would have been finally, you know, would have been in a fine position to do the same yeah. thing. It's just, and now they can't. <laughs> um, which, not, not for this one. Anyway. No, exactly. But this you one. know, uh, is is that a potential play though? Um, opening up National Signing Day to perhaps not your direct competitors, but other people in the trade tool space. Yeah, we think you know. Again, we think as in order to scale this, in order to um, you know, Skills USA um, is a great organization. They have what they call sixteen different career clusters. Um, so yeah, we think that there's an opportunity for us to partner with other brands to take this, uh, make this bigger. 
um, not too far from us up the street, um, not too far from us, you know, Snap-on does a great job in career and technical education. Even though they're a tool brand, you know, they're more automotive focused. And those guys are um, trying to, you know, find people to go, you know, repair cars. Um, so maybe there's a way for us to partner together. Um, again, another company not far from us, um, Harley-Davidson up in uh, Milwaukee. You know, they're always looking for people to be able to go out and repair motorcycles. So we think there are complementary brands that we can partner with to make this bigger. Uh, we're just sort of now sketching, you know, back of the napkin, whiteboard stuff, figuring out how we bring everybody in and how the, you know, how we all play together nice in the sandbox. Well, what a great challenge to have, you know. Um, uh, yeah, it's better than the alternative. Um, so, you know, sitting back wondering why the thing we just tried failed. It's better right. not to be doing that. Right. Um, let me change gears a little bit. Um, because I remember you mentioning to me that um, you that the, the brand actually has some uptake on um, as a bit of a consumer um like on consumer goods, like literally uh, uh, canvas bags, et cetera. Um, so do I understand that correctly, that you actually sell canvas bags on the site online, but not to your target market at all? Correct. We do, we do have some, you know, um, we do have some sort of direct-to-consumer stuff. Um, you know, we found some of, our, uh, some of our products have sort of crossed the uh, threshold into mainstream, um, and one of them is these canvas bags. Um, you know, people, you know, you think about the, um, you know, the old time plumbers that come to, come on the, on the job and they have these old canvas bags and they're filled with pipe wrenches and things of that nature. But um, we found a lot of people were buying canvas bags um, for, you know, hey, it's an overnight bag. It was cool. It was hip. It was retro. And, you know, all those things that sort of... Um, you know, help brands like ours sort of make it make the leap into into mainstream. Um, so we started selling canvas bags to uh, people who wanted them, who weren't necessarily trade professionals, and uh, but wanted to sort of uh, have that sort of hip and, and cool um, iconic uh, item. And uh, you know, we've been selling those online uh, to consumers. It's a it's an issue. I mean, there's just not a lot of manufacturers that get to play in that kind of space. No. Uh, it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's interesting and kind of fun. And I, I think it says something about Klein that you took advantage of that, you know, um, you know, saw that and actually made it more available and easier to buy online. Yeah. We, you know, again, one of those things where we got, you know, we started getting pictures from people traveling, you know, around the globe and we would, you know, we would see, uh, you know, we would see people in, you know, various locations on subways in New York carrying our bag. And, you know, we saw things in, uh, you know, over in Japan, where people had bought our bags, and they were they were you know stenciling you know Hello Kitty on it on the side on their own to you know make it a make it their own little thing. So we just started seeing this groundswell of people supporting it. And we said, yeah, maybe there's something there. So uh, here we are. So Greg, you've been at the firm for six years now, and I'm I've got to think this question has come up, but maybe it hasn't. There may not be any. Um, there there may be nothing interesting here, but uh, I'm going to take a, a wild swing at it. Because I just noticed the Klein Tools logo, as iconic as it is, is very much singular industry focus. <laughs> uh, and I know that you uh, make tools for HVAC and others as well, but the logo shows a lineman. Yeah. Um, 
and so has there ever been an internal argument about evolving or changing that logo? Um, it comes up, you, it comes up periodically, but it gets, you know, and then when we get a new, uh, when we get a new, a new person with a tattoo that sends in with, sends that logo, um, we say, you know what, um, we're going to keep it. So, you know, we have updated it over time. Um, it's been updated two or three times since the, the first lineman, um, you know, when you look back at the first lineman logo back in God, I don't know how many hundreds of years ago, um, you know, he had this sort of this long trench coat and this, uh, this old wide brim hat on, um, you know, we've certainly have updated him now to be more reflective of guys today, but, um, yeah, we've, you know, it comes up periodically, but it, the conversation never really goes anywhere again, just because people are, um, are so in love with that logo that, um, you know, <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything about it it's a bit oh of marketing God. or design nerdery to even yeah. ask the question i think but i just i mean i'm just looking at it thinking it's you know but you 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 could have a gap level backlash yeah if you changed that logo yeah, yeah. you it, know like it could be that bad or or it could be as bad as tropicana yeah no it's you're right i mean every now and then i get a uh you know, we have, we do, you know, we do target um, different industries. You mentioned there was we're expanding of HVAC and iron workers and, you know, marine and aviation. You know, we have these certain tools we, you know, and every now and then I get an overzealous designer who will, you know, take our logo and replace, uh, you know, replace our lineman with uh, an iron worker or something in there. Um, and, you know, I'm, I always say, you know, I'm not going to be the guy who, uh, replaces this uh, 162-year-old uh, iconic logo uh, because you know I, I don't want that on my uh, you know on my LinkedIn profile. So yeah, that'll be the that'll be the let's see if Greg can get himself fired project basically. <laughs> exactly. And you decide that it, it's time to test those waters. Yeah. Oh, well, Greg, look, this has been a, a fascinating chat. I've really enjoyed uh, the uh, overview and introduction into Klein Tools and the uh, evolution of the brand and your work with them. It's just a, I think it's been a tremendous insight. Thank you for sharing your experience with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening to The Cooler Ring with Carmen Perry and Jeff White. Don't miss a single manufacturing marketing insight. Subscribe now at coolapartners.com slash the cooler ring. That's K-U-L-A partners.com slash the cooler ring.